Good evening, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. This is Hunter here, and I'm here with Scott. Scott, how you doing, sir? Ooh, I am fantastic. <laughs> thanks, Hunter. You're such a gracious host. Oh, thanks, man. I try. And I'm here with Colin. Colin, how you doing, sir? I don't think I'm as good as Scott, but I'm good. <laughs> it's good to be here. Yeah, you're hey, definitely... It's all right. Yeah, I wish I was fantastic. Scott. Yeah, um, so... I'm I'm gonna you know I'm very curious to get your guys' thoughts on this. We're talking about the new Tupac uh, biopic. So they did something kind of similar. I mean, it was more actually like actual footage. Um, they did a Tupac resurrection um, years ago. I think that was two thousand. Ooh, when was that? I think that was two thousand three ish, uh, two thousand two around there. Um, so, but there hasn't been a like true production of Tupac's uh, life and death uh, really like this. So, Scott, I'm going to ask you, man, because um, I know, Colin, I know you're, you, uh, I know you don't listen to as much of the, uh, many of the coon tunes as uh, me and Scott. <laughs> oh my and, God. And, <laughs> me I have heard that one yet. Oh, yeah, you're welcome. As me and uh, Scott do. Oh, wow, I was right on the dot, 2003. God, I'm so proud. But, uh, but Scott, what were you thinking going into this? Um, I was thinking probably going to be a minority in the theater. Um, <laughs> probably maybe going to not get a few jokes. Um, <laughs> no, if you able to relate to some of the, uh, circumstantial, uh, situations of Tupac and his friends. No, I feel like, I mean, I, I didn't have really many expectations going in. I didn't get to see a lot of, I don't think I saw one trailer for this. Um, not super familiar with um, Demetrius Ship Jr. Um, so, yeah, I mean, just kind of blank slate really going into it. I was, I had just gotten out of um, Rough Night, <laughs> and it was a little bit rough night for me. Like, it was... <laughs> It was not. I was hoping that I I would walk into a no, notorious type situation with um, Tupac, where or with uh, All Eyes on Me, because where you got a lot of music, like the soundtrack's good. Like at least you got that. Like at least you got the soundtrack that you know you can reminisce with while you're watching the movie. So I was hoping there's good music, um, and. I wanted to see definitely more of like a biopic of of Tupac himself and like because I'm a little more familiar with Biggie, um, but I feel like kind of looking into his life I thought would be interesting. So that's I mean real real simple expectations going into this. Uh, f- fair enough, um, Colin. Uh, again, uh, and I don't mean this disparagingly because I uh, again I do know you listen to some of the. Uh, the hippity hoppity, but I know that you're. I, I don't. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> no, I, I just. I really like the way you're describing. Um, I believe what hip hop or rap music is what you're referring to. I'm guessing. Um, yeah. Yeah. That'd be correct. Yeah, I mean, you're you're not wrong. I I definitely like a lot of uh, hip hop rap music. Like some of my yeah, favorite you, music. You love Macklemore. Yeah. yeah, as long as they're white. I mean, that's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I grew up in in like the Central Valley of California and on the coast. Uh, Tupac, 
I, I think he, he died when I was maybe like, I don't know, 10 or something. So, I mean, it was like right before my time of when I, when any of us would have been hearing it um, when his music was out. But it's obviously stood this, like the test of time. This he's His music is classic. Um, j- just as, you know, NWA and 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 Dre and and everybody from the from that time and in the you know the 80s and 90s but i mean honestly going into this movie um i was a huge fan of uh straight out of compton uh that that was the most recent kind of biopic on this on this music of this era um i thought straight out of compton was super well done and i was excited to see this i don't really know much about uh Tupac Shakur's life um I, I know I hear his music all the time. It's you, it, I feel like his music will never go kind of out of style. Like it's kind of this this classic sound that you're always going to hear, especially in in California, Southern California area. Um, so I, I was excited to to see a cool biopic. Um, but as you know, some things that have come out after the movie was released, um, you can't re- yeah. can't really be sure what was true. I don't know if I actually do know that much about <laughs> um, his life as it was portrayed in this movie. Um, but but uh, going into it, I, I mean, I was really stoked, excited to to see a, a cool biopic. It's it's an interesting genre, and it's definitely a good way to learn about uh, someone as famous as Tupac. Yeah, I think my big problem going into this is that I knew it wouldn't be as great as a the classic uh, music biopic about uh, Dewey Cox. I just knew it wouldn't be that good. So you know, <laughs> so, 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 so you know, when you know, a movie's not gonna clear that bar. It's just like, what's the point? But no, I. <laughs> but but all joking aside, I actually I fucking love Lockhart. That's probably my fec- second favorite music quote biopic unquote uh, right behind. Straight out of Compton, and I think the biggest problem with this movie is that Straight Out of Compton exists because mm-hmm. Straight Out of Compton was so fantastic. I think the thing that irritates me about this movie in particular is that by the end of the movie, you knew more about Dre, you knew more about Cube, you knew more about Easy E. There were three, three, you know, really main characters they focus on. Uh, I I got to the end of this and I felt. Yeah, you get some nice snippets from, um, uh, and I cannot remember the uh, the brother who's, uh, oh yeah, they don't even say the guy's name, journalist is how he's listed here, but the guy interviewing Tupac in the movie, it's it's well done in the sense of their back and forth is interesting, especially when it gets uh, intense, but the problem is that this feels like a, like a term paper you haven't gone mm-hmm. through, and reformatted and put in order because it's so jumbled all over the place as far as how it's presented that's really jarring honestly and this movie was in production hell i mean they've been trying to do this for i think three or four years and so they've switched um i believe at least two directors uh, uh john uh, john singleton uh or john singletary from boys in the hood he was attached to direct this at a point and he left over creative differences, so they settled on uh, uh, Benny Boom, who's a big hip-hop director. And it, I, I'm going to be honest with you, Scott, man, I, I left pretty disappointed, to be totally honest with you. Yeah, I, I 100% agree about, 
your point you have with Straight Outta Compton because that's one of the better, you know, biopics. I mean, rap biopics, any biopic that I've seen in a while. And it was done so well. And like you said, the character development was there. You're really able to find out, you know, a little bit about these guys' lives. Um, I know this kind of centered on one person, but I, I don't really feel like I know him a whole lot better than when I started this movie. And it's a weird I thing agree. to say because, it, I mean, it's an entire movie filled with events that happened in his life. But I feel like it was more about his interactions with other people. And going through this whole movie, I wasn't sure even, like, how far this movie was going to go. Like, if they were going to, the end of this movie was going to be him dying or him being shot. um, Or if it was... Whoa, Scott, spoiler. Yes, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Yes, spoiler alert. Tupac is dead. Um, Wait, what? Yeah, sorry. Sorry to uh, break the news. Yeah, Yeah, I I especially when you had, I mean, they they tried to do a a Snoop Dogg, um I don't even know oh, the kid's name. Oh man. But yeah. that was a real big swing and miss. I <laughs> Did I did I hear that Snoop Dogg actually dubbed over like it's Snoop Dogg's voice like while the actor I, is I, mouthing, like, like lip syncing. I thought I heard it. Like, that's it what I heard. I like heard that somewhere. That guy doing that. I heard somewhere it wow. was actually Snoop Dogg doing a voiceover. Like, so it was it Snoop did, Dogg's voice for this kid. And I'm sorry. Uh, I, I couldn't get Kobe out of my head when I was watching this movie. Like, I felt like, <laughs> like Kobe was portraying Tupac. <laughs> like and I don't know why I know like he doesn't even like I, I don't know what it is about his face but every time I'm like man it kind of looks Kobe similar you should, should be out there like making jumpers right now not, <laughs> not laying well, down rhymes like well not not in Kobe shape right now but uh, right <laughs> I'm sorry unnecessary I no, love I, Kobe yeah for sure <laughs> it uh, um, straight out of Compton was too good it jumps around um you kind of just touched on that the whole interview thing was really chopped up. I mean, they had a great actress on on their hands. Um, Denai, Denai, uh, Dana. I don't even know. How I'm so, I'm gonna butcher this. Um, Guerrera, Guerrera. <laughs> uh, she was excellent. yeah, Michonne. Yeah, Michonne. Yeah, Michonne. Thank you. Exactly. She was excellent, and, and she's a great actress. And I felt like you didn't see you saw too much of her, and then not enough, and then. I would totally, I could see how this has been in production for a while, because this looks chopped to bits. Yeah, it, it really does. Uh, th- th- this is Batman versus Superman starring black people. Uh, I thought it was all over the place. I I, I think what killed me about this is that uh, uh, Denia Jurira, uh, is, is how I'm going to pronounce it. I hope that's right. Uh, <laughs> Everybody will have their own uh, Yeah, Yeah, exactly. But she really... She put on a showcase in this movie, and I kind of feel like you did, Scott, where at the beginning, it was, they really did a, I thought, a good job at least setting the foundation for her being so important, Tupac's wife, of course, playing a, a Feeney Shakur. I did not know that, uh, um, that her and Pac's, uh, biological father uh were, were black panthers. I was not aware. Actually, no, I did. I did remember them being black panthers. I didn't remember them being so prominent. 
though in the organization, which was kind of a cool. Oh, that makes a lot of fucking sense. Um, I think what killed me though is that there's this point where she, you know, she becomes hooked on drugs and she disappears for what would you say, Scott? Calling probably half hour ish. And I think the movie loses so much steam when she leaves. And I don't know, for a man who wrote a song called Dear Mama, it really felt like they it almost felt like they didn't know how to approach the relationship, if that makes sense to either of you guys. Yeah, that that makes sense. And and she, she had such a commanding presence. Like she you you wanted to see that relationship more, I think mm-hmm. is kinda how I felt, just because I I think like one of the bright spots for this movie is, is some of the acting. Definitely. Like, um, I think you, you, you guys already touched on it. It, it feels jumbled. It's like the editing is all over the place. It feels like, like it just kind of feels low budget, you know, like the way mm-hmm. they kind of like strung everything together. There's like weird, like it'll like fade to black in weird situations. Um, and like kind of almost like a TV show. Um, but yeah, like I, 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 I was so interested in that relationship, and like you said, she she kind of disappears. Um, so I, I was right there with you. Yeah, I I think the thing that killed me watching this movie is that <laughs> killed me. Um, but I think what made me really sad watching this was the fact that Tupac does have such an interesting story, and if, I mean, if you listen to his music, you hear it. Uh, to this day, I remember the first time I heard California Love, and I thought, what the fuck was that? But in the best way, because it was so... I, I mean, you know, Dre does anything. It's pretty much... It, it's at the very least good, you know? But that song is, I think, in my top ten favorite rap songs ever. And uh, and then, of course, uh, two, two of America's Most Wanted, Hail Mary. Uh, one of my favorite scenes in the last probably five years is in Creed, when Creed is walking out to Hail Mary, I was so fucking amped <laughs> for the last fight, I was like, yes! Uh, Pac's music still is so relevant today, and you know, you look at someone like Kendrick Lamar who has been dubbed by most people, the new Tupac, and it, it feels like that. He's clearly taken, you know, the blueprint and run with it. I, I just think what's so just irritating about this is that it doesn't feel like they, they dig deep enough into Pac's psyche. You, you get these little glimpses of it, but it does feel like they just, maybe, I don't know if they don't want to just get too dark with it, or maybe they don't want to expose things that maybe the general public doesn't know that much about Tupac. It, it, it feels like they're almost trying to appease everyone, and they just end up not appealing to anyone. Um, Scott, I, I do have to say before I throw it back, before I throw it back to you, there was one thing that made me laugh so hard because I I imagine both you guys looking at the screen kind of tilting your head like like dogs. Uh, so there's a point early on in the movie where Pac has uh, met Jada Pinkett. Uh, she was in like the same his same high school, I guess, if memory serves. But uh, but he ends up being told he's got to move to the West Coast, and so he reads her this poem. And I was I was laughing so hard in the theater, guys. I wasn't even trying to hide it. I'm like, there's no goddamn way this scene happened because it's one of those, hey, I'm gonna read you a poem that <laughs> that you know what I mean though. It felt very out of left field, and I, I was rolling my eyes like there was no tomorrow. Uh, Scott, your thoughts on that? There's something about this movie that it, that 
it's hard for me to put my finger on what I exactly didn't like about it. And I didn't take a lot of notes for this movie. Um, and I usually do for movies that I don't exactly enjoy, but I didn't really know. I mean, I don't, it, it was hard for me to critique almost because nothing was blatantly wrong about it um, overtly. But I think if you kind of d- dive into it a little bit, there are definitely some glaring um, mistakes here. Um, yeah, I think, like, I mean, we've we've said it already. Also, the, the music, I feel like there were certain scenes, like there's a few times where they were in the recording studio where he was putting down, like, he was laying down his own verses and on top of other songs, and that all seemed like it really went together well and set the mood of the movie. And then other times I felt like they were just, they're finding ways to put his songs in. I agree. Um, and just kind of forcing him in that way. And that kind of goes back to the whole editing production thing where it feels kind of like blocky. And when you do that, it's hard for me as a viewer to really like focus on one ca- one or character or another and really form a connection with them so that later on in the movie when something does or doesn't happen to them that I care about them and I you know want to come back and that just didn't really happen with a lot of these characters even though the acting performances were there and I even thought Kobe was good uh, I think he even looked like Tupac um, but um, I don't know it's it's it was one of those ones where I left knowing that I didn't I didn't like it didn't love it but not really being able to put my finger on it. I I, I think uh, going off of what what you were saying, where you just you couldn't really put your finger on why, you know, this didn't feel like a complete movie and what like I I think when I was thinking about it, I was like, I, for, for someone who I I really don't know much about Tupac's life, and like going into it, I was like, I'm very interested to learn. Um, I I feel like it does an okay job at kind of scratching the surface on who this man was, you know, uh, like how he lived his life, how he came to, you know, sign with, with death row records and, and what happened when, when he was forced to go to, to jail and all these different things. But then to think about like who this, who this person is, who this movie is being made about, like it, it should be so much more like it, like, it should be it should be deeper um like the movie basically like j- just kind of made me want to you know find a, a a decent documentary where i could actually you know really learn some 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 better you know truer things about tupac and and fr- from what i was kind of reading and and uh, trying to understand uh, like what happened with this movie it just it just seems like they did a disservice to to Tupac in in not you know making this what it could have been, um, and it's funny you mentioned that scene, Hunter, because you, you were talking about how like uh, you'd be just be tilting your head like this seems bizarre like reading the poem, um, like I had actually saw about how Jada Pinkett Smith was tweeting out about how that never happened. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw that. I, I saw that beforehand. So like when they started showing it, I was kind of like already knew. I was like, oh, this is the part she was talking about. Um, so I just kind of thought that was funny. And then like after you kind of know like that that was completely made up, I was like I kind of lost trust in the movie 
I was like, I, d- yeah. I don't know if any of these conversations kind of took place like this or like what what's real, what's not. So it kind of lost credibi- credibility um, with me in that aspect. Yeah, this, this is just, I don't know, man. This felt more... So before we kind of wrap up here, um, one thing, and, I, and it, the thing is to comparing to Straight Outta Compton, it... It's unfair, but it's totally fair because you know that that movie had just you know grade A talent behind it as far as you know in the writing room and all that. Um, the the people who wrote this, uh, Jeremy Hoft, uh, St- uh, Stephen, uh, I'm gonna butcher this one, uh, Becca Torian, and then uh, oh I think I got that, and then Eddie Gonzalez the eighth. Uh, these guys, um, Jeremy Hoft wrote this movie. Uh, called called uh, Tamara, which is a Carrie ripoff, and then Street Kings Two Motor City, <laughs> classic. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, Stephen B- Bagatorian he wrote this movie called American Gun, which I've never even heard of, and then uh, Eddie Gonzalez he was another screenwriter on Street Kings Two, and Benny Boom, as I mentioned, uh, he. He's been working on Empire, and he worked on the 90210 reboot, who cares? But he was the director of this absolute dog shit uh, black foolishness movie called Next Day Air, which was just atrocious. So, yeah, not a whole lot of talent as far as being behind the camera or involved. The one other actor I do want to throw some... You know, I want to give some credit to is a Dominic uh, L. Santana who played Suge Knight. Now, just 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 real quick here, uh, if uh, you'll get comfortable with story time with Hunter, uh, my uh, Papa Hunter, he used to work at a men's colony, and uh, Suge Knight was held there uh, for I think it was a couple months. But I remember my dad specifically just saying how nice Suge was to him. I was like, really? And he's like, yeah, yeah, he was actually really cool, but everyone was afraid of him. And then he Until started... you got in his way, and then he broke your neck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, but yeah, if you just do a quick, a, a simple Google search of Suge Knight, you'll see some of the things he's done. Uh, you know, the, the highlight probably being, you know, holding Vanilla Ice uh, over a railing until he signed the rights to Ice Ice Baby. That's one thing I do remember hearing. So... Yeah, Sugar Knight was no joke, and there is this scene at a dinner table where, if it did happen <laughs> the way it did, um, there's no part of you that's smart that wouldn't say, yeah, I should probably get out of my contract, <laughs> because this dude, he, I mean, he doesn't kill him, but he might as well have. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, it, it, just, it was scary, and they even point out in the movie... Uh, they allude to the end of Straight Outta Compton, where they go, you know, he goes, I couldn't leave if I wanted to, and he's like, Dre left. And then Pac kind of gives this kind of workaround answer that doesn't really make, doesn't really acknowledge what the girlfriend just said to him. So, um, yeah, to throw it back to you guys as we kind of wrap up here, uh, I, I, I think you hit it right on the head in the sense of there wasn't anything that deliberately made me go oh this is dog shit but at the same time i was just so underwhelmed when uh when uh uh deny wasn't on there you know um jamal woolard that's the other dude i wanted to throw a little shout out to he plays big and i don't know but what did you guys kind of think of him he's not in the movie a lot but what did you kind of think of him 
He was good. I mean, he was I he was also um, in Notorious. He played He was the big yeah. in Notorious and I really liked him in that. He he carries himself like I feel like Biggie did and I liked him in this. He he played his role. I for sure. I I just feel like a lot of the characters represented in um this movie that were also represented in Straight Out of Compton were like B grade, like especially yeah. when it comes to like Snoop Dogg and Dre, that was kind of like a random little like cameo that the guy that didn't even really look like him, like I don't know, it's um it was it was hard to follow along, really. Yeah, uh, Colin, you're kind of. What about you, man? Uh, yeah, I'm, I don't know if I had like a huge problem with the actors, to be honest, except for Snoop. I think that was the the biggest glaring like what what's happening yeah. right now. But <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like you said, like the dude playing Suge Knight, like I thought he was good. Um, uh, Jamal Woolard playing Biggie, like I, I don't know, I didn't I didn't have a, a ton of problems. With with the actors portraying their roles, which just further confused me again. Like why, you know, it's it, it's just a confusing movie. Walking away, um, I mean, certainly the end. Uh, I mean, we can I probably should touch on that, but like, I definitely wanted more something to wrap up a little bit more than than how it ended. Uh, but as far as act, yeah. as far as the actors, I don't know. I I didn't have a huge problem. I, I feel yeah. I I totally agree with what you said earlier, Hunter. Where you felt like ev- they were trying to please everybody, and I think that's how that final scene played out. Um, was them trying to please everybody and not like pointing fingers because the the movie's shown a pretty like a good light on on um, on Biggie and like their relationship together, and then like. All of a sudden, they hate each other, hate each other, and they're rapping about each other, and like, and then the end scene, I feel like wasn't just, I don't know, I wanted to know more, and I feel like that was we kind of all came away with this movie thinking is wanting more. I feel like there was more things I wanted to learn about him, him and with his relationship with other people, and in in his you know his circle, um, I feel like it was just all leading up to. Like the big, the big final scene of him getting shot, and it was like, yeah, we already knew that was gonna happen. You're not really showing me behind the scenes that, especially reading a lot of the stuff beforehand and whatever that came out after this movie came out, um, even even made it more you know, less believable. Yeah, I mean, so I didn't read anything about the movie going in. Um, what I will say is. Getting to my final thoughts here, you know it's it's so random, but stick with me here. I just watched the new Thirty for Thirty uh, on the Lakers versus the Celtics. I don't know if you guys have seen that yet, but this, like, I think a Tupac, in order to really be able to go through his life and really do him justice, I think there needs to be a Thirty for Thirty type thing done on him because I feel like this would work way better like Tupac Resurrection did, like, in a two- or three-part documentary, you know, really digging in. Uh, this, I think it's too dense. I, I, I think he's too dense of an artist to get through. And this is a two-hour and 20-minute movie, and I still just, I, you know, as much as I know about Pac, I 
I just kind of left thinking, wow, I really didn't feel like I learned that much. Uh, also, the other thing is, uh, comparing to Straight Outta Compton again, but when you hear them do Straight Outta Compton for the first time live, it feels like a, like a oh shit. You're like, witnessing it, feels, it for the first time. Yeah, it feels awesome. And then, you know, you know, Easy E, what's my name? Easy, like, you know, those, those performances in the movie are really fucking incredible and it, it feels like you're there. I never had that feeling watching this with any of the live performances. And that bums me out, too. Because I wanted that feeling, and the movie just didn't know how to do it. So, I, I, ugh, I, you know, damn, I'm sitting here thinking about it. I gotta give this a C minus. I'm sitting here thinking, about, yeah, I, I, I can't even get to a C because I think that's higher than what this deserves to be totally honest with you. So, yeah, C minus for me. I mean, if you if you catch this on, you know, on Cinemax or whatever, you, you know, in eight months, because that's where it will be, <laughs> uh, then, then, you know, cool. But outside of that, man, I, I was I was really quite, uh, I was quite disappointed, that I will say. Uh, Scott, what about you, man? Your final thoughts and your great, sir. Yeah, I agree with a lot of what you've been saying. Um, definitely disappointed. Um, just... Yeah, it's it's gonna be hard for me to wrap it up because I don't really even know what to say about this movie. Um, I'd give it a C, just average, not something I would watch again, uh, even on DVD or Lifetime or <laughs> BET <laughs> later. Um, yeah, Lifetime later period, later period. Hey, you never know. Yeah, uh, they, they love they love their Tupac over there at Lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I'd give it a C. I I could it could really go either way with this movie. Uh, Colin, what about you, man? Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. Um, I, I I was I was excited walking in. Um, see a you know a cool representation and and story told about Tupac. Um, and I thought I was I, I walked out and I was I was very underwhelmed. Um, I I just felt like I, I wanted more. Um, so I, I, I think we're all on the same page here. I just thought it was super average. Like there's no, like, like we talked about before, there's no glaring, um, anything that, that makes you pissed off or or think like, you know, this is a terrible, it has some good acting performances. Um, but it's just super average. Like it it almost feels like, like a made for TV type movie. Um, so, so, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just, it's, it's average. It's, it's a C for me. It's just a C. And fair, fair, fair enough, man. I. It's the thing, like even if people said they thought it was okay, I wouldn't be mad on that. Um, now, if people say, lo- good. I do you think him being dead has anything to do with it? Because NWA, they have people that they can draw experiences from. Like you can get one one story from four different people. Right. Yeah. So you can really create an accurate representation of yeah. what happened. And that's what happened with Straight Outta Compton is like it felt so real. It felt like you were there when it happened. This was like it was they're just kind of like skimming because I feel like they might not have had the details. And that's fair. Yeah. Maybe that's what this was missing was the details to, to everything. And I, that's that's what I love about Compton, Straight Outta Compton. I, th- I think you bring up a great point because, yeah, when you when, when you think about the biggest difference of Straight Outta Compton to uh, to this one is, is I, I Ice Cube's alive. <laughs> Ice Cube mm. and his son portrayed him. 
You know, like mm-hmm. you, you had people that were very close to the truth. So like, who's going to argue otherwise? And then you, you have Ice Cube who I'm pretty, like, I'm pretty sure he was, he was pretty active in the, in the creative process of, of that movie. So mm-hmm. you, you got a lot of authentic scenes, a lot of things, how they probably actually went down in real life where you're watching this and you're just like, who, who knows? And in some instances, you know, for a fact, they didn't happen the way they did because you have people telling you so on, on, uh, on Twitter. I mean, that's, that's, that's fair. I mean, Scott, I gotta say, man, Scott, that's a brilliant point, sir. Well, well, well done, because, yeah, you're right. I mean, they can ask, you know, Cube or Pac or, you know, or Pac, good grief. Uh, they can ask Cube or Dre, you know, like, what happened? You know, you can't, can't, you know, ask Pac, you know. Well, Ouija board, but, you know, what are you going <laughs> to but, but, what, not, not not so on the good Ouija board, you know, but, <laughs> Ouija boards scare but, me. I don't mess with that. Uh, <laughs> no, no, dude, dude, I'm black. They scared the shit out of me. Are you gonna name that? But yeah, d- disappointing because I feel like there's a great story to be told here, and this is gonna sound kind of mean, but maybe after his mom has passed, maybe we'll get that story. Because at the same time, you don't want to, you know, put something out like, oh yeah, your 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 you know your son was out, you know. <laughs> raping women fucking whores and shit. Like, I mean, do you don't, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so I, 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 you know, so I understand they can only push so far, but yeah, what, what are you going to do? So yeah, it's disappointing, but, uh, has been the summer. This has not, God, can something good come out? Can baby driver come out so we can oh, be God, excited? I'm so excited. Mm, yeah. About a movie again? Uh, can Spider-Man homecoming come out? But, uh, but guys, let us know what you thought about I was like, I'm really curious to hear what people thought about this because this is at a 24 percent on Rotten wow. Tomatoes. Holy yeah, shit, I didn't know it was that low. Yeah, dude, people are not liking this. And to put it in perspective, uh, <laughs> Notorious is at a 51 percent, and Barbershop: The Next Cut is at 90 percent. <laughs> so, <laughs> just 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 to show the first, second, third place finish there, <laughs> but. Oh, Barbershop, Ice Cube, <laughs> what can't you do? But guys, let us know what you thought about uh, about All Eyes on Me. What, what's your fi- You know what? I'm going to ask you, Scott, since you're a hip-hop head. What, what is your favorite Pac song? I'm going to ask you. Um, Probably, uh... <sighs> um, Thug Mansion, probably. Ooh, that, that's, a, that's a good one. Him and Nas, yeah. I, I, mm-hmm. I, I, I think... I think for me, either changes or or hail or or hail Mary. Uh, I mean, mm. I, I do. Lo- I mean, it's a terrible line as far as you know, <laughs> as far as the uh, the language. But I, I I just fucking love the I ain't a killer, but don't push me. Revenge is the sweet joy. Next to getting pussy. Like at the first time I heard that, I was like, damn, that's good. <laughs> like, he, he definitely is more like one of the more uh, intellectual rappers of our generation not even our generation but the past few generations yeah i i mean he 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 would be in my top 10 easily you know i mean his his music has still held up which is quite impressive when you think about it but uh guys let us know what you thought in the comments below about this you can subscribe to us here on soundcloud at the real pineapple 775 follow us on podbean at the real pineapple like us on facebook at the real pineapple you can follow yours truly on the Twitter at jhunterrealpineapple. Follow Scott on Twitter at Newman the First. You can follow everyone's favorite Irishman, Colin, on Twitter at the Real O'Neill. 
guys, thank you so much. We will, I will have my reviews up for uh, getting started on that Spider-Man film series, finally. Uh, gonna have my review up for Spider-Man and Spider-Man 2. I've got, we've got, what, two weeks before Homecoming comes out? Uh, yeah, so I got I got two weeks to knock out what, uh, three more movies, so. What, 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 um, I know, Hunter, you're really excited about Homecoming. Colin, are you excited for this? Yeah, I'm, I'm, um, I'm, I'm, I'm down. I, I okay, think, cool. I think it should be good. Cool. Sorry, just a little, little poll there. No, no, no. Fair enough. Um, but we'll have reviews up. Uh, those reviews up for Spider-Man one and two, and unfortunately for Transformers: The Last Night, which is also Mark Wahlberg's last Transformers movie. I looked up today, so. Oh, so I, I <laughs> yeah, I know. So. What are you going to do? So maybe they'll get good after they get rid of Michael Payne and Mark Wahlberg. But guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you soon.